Hey friends, are you craving connection on a deeper level with high caliber women? Well, I've got the perfect evening for you. If you live in the Twin Cities area of Minneapolis, St. Paul, or want to visit, I invite you to join me for an intimate evening of rich conversation, fabulous food, and new connections. Just send me an email at hello at barbarachurchill.com with the subject line, invite me to dinner, and I'll make sure to put you on the list to get all the information. This is happening early 2024, and you'll definitely want to be there. You are listening to episode 94 of Your Next Phase podcast, the one that shows you how to learn to love yourself and your life. Welcome to the Your Next Phase podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to be your best self as a leader at work and in life. If you want to bring more authenticity, more boldness, more clarity, and more fun to your world, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Barbara Churchill. Here we go. Hey, 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 Babs here. (laughs) And I'm excited to end this month's series on self-love with a topic that I'm hearing so much about from women I know and my clients. There's a theme that I've noticed over the last several months, and there's a blanket malaise that's covering their ability to love their lives and themselves in the process. So that's what we're going to focus on in this episode, loving your life and yourself. Now, as women, we are raised to be caregivers and caretakers. That is no surprise to anybody listening to this, right? That's not rocket science. We've all known this. And we're told that it's our responsibility to ensure everyone else is doing well, physically, mentally, and emotionally. And we don't question it as we age until it becomes too much of a burden to carry. And we've realized that we've lost ourselves in the process. And I can't tell you how many women I've talked to this first quarter, just this first quarter, that are telling me they don't know what they want and they don't know who they are anymore. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, it's time to take your life back. I want you to love your life again. I want you to love who you are right now in this very moment. It is possible for you, my friend. It is. Having the courage to love yourself as you are right now is a radical act. But here's the thing. Self-love is the foundation for everything you want in life. And it's the basis upon which all other forms of love are built. So let's be clear. Self-love, it's not a trendy buzzword or a selfish indulgence or anything like that. It's about acknowledging your worth, respecting your needs and desires, and nurturing your growth. And when you love yourself, you would then set the standard for how others should love you too. I'm here to tell you, nothing is sexier than a woman who really loves herself and walks into a room and you're like, damn, she's confident, but you know she's got something deeper. So you also become more resilient, more confident, and open to the abundance and joys of life. Self-love empowers you to pursue your dreams, set boundaries, create healthy relationships, all of that. It's the foundation where your potential can grow into its fullest expression 
And cultivating self-love is a journey that looks different for everyone. So it might involve self-care practices like, you know, taking time for hobbies that you love and discovering new ones. Or it might mean challenging negative self-talk and practicing a lot of self-compassion. Now, I have put so much time and effort into this in the past year or so, I'm telling you. And here's the thing, even though there is discomfort, even though this is new, even though all of the things, I am reaping the benefits of valuing myself and all that I am, the great parts of me and the parts that are flawed and human. And coming from a former perfectionist, my friends, (laughs) that's a big statement to make, I'm here to tell you. And I will share that my inner critical voice has been very vocal during during all these discoveries and changes. Intellectually, I know this is about her need to keep me safe because, you know, accepting who I am, loving who I am fully can be scary because I'm showing up in the world very differently. And I've needed to use the tools I have to manage those negative messages so I can continue to grow and show up authentically. Self-love is about making choices that reflect your values and moving away from things and or people that drain your energy or your spirit. So self-love, you know, it's not a destination. It's not a little checkbox that you can mark off. Okay, I love myself. Done. What's next? It's a practice. It is a way of being. It is a daily reminder of loving all parts of you, all of it, the humanity, the humanness, all of it, right? So how do you even know if you're on the right track with self-love? It's not something you can easily or necessarily quantify, right? But you can gauge your progress and your process by reflecting on certain aspects of your relationship with yourself, right? So when you show compassion rather than criticism to yourself, that's self-love. When you set boundaries with people who consistently treat you poorly and hold those boundaries, that's self-love. When you say no rather than yes to a request at work, knowing you and your team are at the brink of burnout, that is self-love. When you honor your desires and do what you want, regardless of the opinions of others, that is self-love. Now, before this, I did this podcast. I read a few articles, listened to a few podcasts myself, and all of them were on self-love, and there's so much out there around it. And I decided to share a few questions that I heard, read to help you explore your relationship with yourself. Okay, are you ready for this? So I want you to get out a piece of paper and a pen, a journal, whatever. I want you to write these down and then I want you to reflect. Take some time, okay? The first question is, how do I talk to myself? This is of the utmost. Most of us are so busy doing things that we rarely take the time to listen to how we talk to ourselves. We just take the message to heart and believe it's true. I mean, most of what we think is negative because our brains are programmed for survival. But is that really what you want to be thinking? Negative and critical thoughts about yourself, right? I mean, no, it doesn't sound like a good formula for self-love because it's not. So be honest. Are you critical 
or compassionate most of the time. Would you say to someone that you love dearly the same things that you say to yourself? Think of a small child around four or five years old. Would you talk to them the same way that you talk to yourself? I am sure that you wouldn't. So I implore you, see yourself with compassion and loving eyes. Okay. Next question. Do I listen to and honor my needs? That's interesting. Self-love means acknowledging and attending to your physical, emotional, and spiritual needs. Do you give yourself what you need to thrive? Or do you tend to ignore or suppress your needs while putting the needs of others first? Remember the safety tip when you fly, you got to put your oxygen mask on first, right? Don't be helping the passengers. You're going to pass out. And this applies to self-love too. Ask yourself this, how do I celebrate my successes and achievements? I cannot tell you how important it is to celebrate accomplishments, no matter how large or small. This is one way to cheer ourselves on, be proud of ourselves, to have the energy to keep going, right? And I can tell you with all honesty that every single one of the hundreds of clients that I've coached has had a difficult time doing just that. It's so important that it's part of my private coaching program. Women downplay their accomplishments and minimize their skills over and over and over again. It doesn't benefit anyone to play smaller than you truly are. So do you acknowledge your achievements or do you downplay or overlook them? And the next one is, do I prioritize my own well-being? Hmm. I think I know the answer to this, but let's keep playing, right? Putting yourself on your list of priorities is essential for self-love. And I know you've heard this so many times before, but the reason you're hearing it again is because you haven't done it yet. So do you make time for self-care and activities that nourish you? Or do you constantly sacrifice your needs for others? Do you make sure you do things you like while on vacation? Ever thought of that? Or do you just defer to what the rest of the people want? When did you decide you weren't worth paying attention to? Now, I just spoke to a client who came back from work. She came back to work from three weeks of being on a medical leave, right? It's her first day back, and she's got a terrible sinus infection. And she called me to tell me she decided to go home and take the rest of the day off. Now, This may not sound like a big deal, but believe me, it is. She has a high, big job, right? She's got, I mean, it's ridiculously massive. Two or three people could do the same job, right? And taking the rest of the day, that's huge. I mean, how many times have you told yourself that you can push through and get the work done when you're feeling like shit? Or come to work when you aren't feeling good because of all the pressure that our society has put on us to put ourselves last, right? We have to show up. We have to get it done. You know, we can't take time off. Hey, enough of that, sister. So I was super proud of her for taking the rest of the day off. And I'm like, yes, you should be celebrating that. You should be celebrating putting yourself first, putting your health first, because you don't do anybody any good being at the office anyway, because you're only working at a quarter of what your capacity is anyway. Rest, take care of yourself. All right, another one. 
Am I honest with myself? Ooh, this is a good one. And I want you to really think about this question because I want you to be honest about your feelings, your desires, your mistakes, because it's crucial for a loving relationship with yourself. Be honest, not judgmental, okay? Do you face the truth even when it's scary and uncomfortable or do you avoid it? And I find that when we're so busy that the four derailers creep in and take over, you know what I'm talking about, procrastination, people-pleasing, perfectionism, improving, these coping mechanisms are there to avoid honesty with ourselves. So really think about it. Is there an uncomfortable truth you're avoiding? And can you just be honest with yourself? Like, you know what? Look at this. I'm really running myself ragged. And what am I trying to avoid? I'm saying yes when I really mean no. What am I trying to avoid? I'm staying in a relationship way longer than I know is healthy for me. What am I trying to avoid? Right? And then the last one is, and this is like the biggest, or one of the biggest, I should say. Do I compare myself with others? And the answer, of course, now is yes, because we're human. That's naturally what we do. But comparison can be the thief of joy and self-love. So do you measure your worth against others? Or as I say to my clients, do you compare your insides to other people's outsides? So I think this is important because social media and our society in general, you know, really supports comparison. Nobody shows their struggles on social media, right? I mean, nobody's going to put their shit show of a life on social media. And it's really become the daily version of the annual Christmas card letter, right? I mean, you know what I'm talking about. You get those Christmas card letters and they give you an update on their lives. And what are they highlighting? All the trips, the colleges, the accolades, the kids, everything that's really great, which is lovely, right? But just once, just once I'd like to get an a really honest card that says like, you know what? It was a rough year. Jimmy went to rehab. I got laid off, you know, yada, yada. And we're still doing okay. We are still thriving. Real life stuff packaged with gratitude, right? Okay, but I digress, sorry. But I think it would be a riot to just get one of those. Maybe I'll send that one day. Anyway, so one of the downsides of being human is that often we can see other people thriving, succeeding, having a great time, and use that as a gauge of how we're doing. And we can get really, really nasty with ourselves that we're not far enough along or doing enough or that we should have things, you know, that are major wins. We should have more happening in our world. We're not doing enough. It's not, God, all of that, right? And I just want to encourage you, whenever you're feeling envious, Whenever you're comparing yourself to just take a step back, take a beat, and understand that that is admiration for their accomplishments. That's happiness for their accomplishments that's just being hijacked, right? Your higher self is always happy for other people. Your higher self admires accomplishments of other people, right? That's why we admire some of the people that we admire, right? Their brilliance, their, the way they write, you know, all of that stuff. 
And it's just when our little gremlins in our head, the bully in our brains, get involved and start twisting it around to the negative. We compare ourselves to others. But here's the thing. Our unique journey is our unique journey. And so is theirs. We are meant to live our lives. And we can bring it back to ourselves. Boom, like that. And self-love can make all the difference. So as you go through these questions and answer them, I hope you really do spend some time thinking about them, feeling them, and capture all of that in a journal. And I want you to remember that self-love is a very personal and ongoing journey. So you're not looking for perfection here. You're just aiming for more progress, a deeper understanding. Because remember that I said at the beginning of this, it's not a destination, it's a practice. And once you begin the journey of loving yourself, you will find that your life has more meaning, more color, more amazingness. You will also find that you have a larger capacity for adventure, love, creativity, you name it. It all starts with the journey of loving yourself first. And that's the perfect place to end, I think. I'm here for you, my friends. Loving who you are right now. Join me in that, okay? And if you want help finding this and doing this and starting this journey, you know I am there for you. Just schedule your discovery call with me ASAP. All right, my friends, until next time, remember, I believe in you. Hey, if you love this episode and want to dive deeper into what's possible for you, I invite you to schedule a call with me where we can discuss what it takes to get out from under the weight of self-doubt and step into the real you unapologetically. It's simple. Just visit barbarachurchill.com to book your complimentary call now. Remember, subscribe and review this podcast because I really want to hear from you. I'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.